Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Hey, Naomi. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week? Oh, I was good. It's kind of lonely because somebody else wasn't in the office. I know, girl. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any appointments scheduled for Wednesday just because there wasn't anything scheduled, which is weird. Yeah. And I had planned to take Thursday off. That day was marked off anyway. Yeah. But then when we had, you know, Noah's flood come in right. this week. Yeah, that was crazy. Right? Yeah. Did you see those pictures on yeah. of Highway 70? Yeah, that was bad. Jose was at some houses yesterday, and, like, there was a, I guess, in a subdivision, and there's, like, two feet of water in their basement. Ah, really? Yeah, that, that was over in Ladue. <sighs> yeah. I think water damage is like one of the worst things probably. ever. It gets I mean, everywhere. Yeah. Probably that and fire, the smell. Except for fire just decimates. Water Damages. just destroys, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. And then it leaves mold. mold. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of, of water damage. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy all the rain we've gotten. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Speaking of water, I was, um, you know, Vivian's training me on Friday mornings, and just a little tidbit, and probably most people know this, and I, it's like I knew this but didn't know this. Drink water? No. While you're working out? No. <laughs> well, listen, I hope you don't know this. Oh, my So you goodness. can learn something new. Okay. 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 So, anyways, I, you know, I was like, Oh, this is, you know, probably 32-ounce cup. And I showed her yeah. my cup. She's like, no, it's 24, Mom. I was like, really? I was Why like, is that 24? That looks it's like 32. in the bottom. She goes, because of that. She goes, I measured it, Mom. I was like, okay. And she go, I go, maybe, you know, maybe I'm not drinking enough water. And she goes, well, you have to keep in mind how much ice you have yeah. in there. Yeah. That it's really, you're not drinking that much water if it's totally full with ice true and so i'm like darn i'm gonna have to drink four of these then a day four of these 24 ounces yeah and i lately was probably down to like two and a half and so it's like i knew that but then i didn't know that you know yeah Yeah. and so i showed her and she's like yeah ice takes up space man it does. sure does takes up space so just be conscious of that you think you're doing really good and you drink a lot of water but if you always fill it with ice it's the lie from the enemy it's, it's less water <laughs> right it's definitely deception on his part <laughs> you just like to blame him for everything that's funny <laughs> i do yeah makes you feel better huh it does yeah yeah <laughs> okay yeah for sure yeah so so here we are friday yeah we're on number 95 wow five more to go number 100 right 
Should we ask for some testimonies again? Because nobody out there is listening. That's so sad. It's terribly sad. Terribly sad. <laughs> I'm just going to assume that nobody has a testimony to share. That Aww. God has not worked in their life. Isn't that... Wow, isn't you're that, getting a little snarky. Isn't that something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I was going to go there, but... <laughs> well, you know me. I'll go there. Okay. <laughs> if y'all haven't answered us. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, that's going to motivate them. Right. Surely you guys have a testimony. You know, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Why are you shy? Don't or you don't want to share don't say, God's I goodness? I don't have time. Or I, I don't want to hear my voice. Or Okay, so write us an say. email and we'll read it. Yeah, that was a good idea. You mentioned that. I have a couple of possible candidates. I was thinking of somebody. Oh, what about, what about one of your sisters or your dad wow yeah wow yeah. i know y'all are listening <laughs> yeah right dad I don't know, sisters I, don't, I know you're listening i don't know if my dad is he hasn't quite uh, figured out how to download spotify yet oh yeah why don't you help him all the times you're there i've always forgot wow because right now we're having a problem with zoom because this was awesome. This was his idea. He wanted to do a family Bible study on Saturday mornings. Shut up. Not kidding. And so we were all trying to do that and yeah. trying to get him connected to Zoom. And let me just tell you what. It has been a fiasco. Why? Well, because I don't know why. Is, is, is it his, inter his internet? It could be because, you know, he's in the yeah, country. Yeah. He's way in the country. Right. But I think it's also, we could get, we could see him, but we can't hear him. And I think it's because he's got his hearing aid hooked up to his tele to his phone. Oh. And there's something wonky in there. Oh. And let me tell you, it was a comedy act. It truly was. Wow, that's funny. It, with all of us trying to figure that out. But, yeah, so he wants to do that. Wow. We got to figure that out, though. That is so amazing. I know. We I'm were gonna just going to be honest and say I'm a little jelly. Are you? Yeah. You could participate no. if you like. No, I would never. Oh, please. No. Please. Absolutely not. But he really wanted to. That is so cute. He wanted everybody to get on Zoom and we were going to talk about Titus because it's a short book. Yeah. And um, what a great dad. Shout out to him. Yeah. Yeah. So something happy else. for you. I know. It's something else. Part of my testimony. Yes. How's the book going? <sighs> Ooh, I haven't worked on the book in a while. Really? Yeah, you know, because school kind of... No excuses, girlfriend. That's my excuse. No. That is my excuse. No, because you got more to add to it. Oh, Are you I writing all this down at least? Yeah. Okay. I have so much to add. It's not even funny. Yeah. It's just crazy how God's working. Yeah. He really is amazing. Yeah. I just And I just know people listening to our podcast, they have... Yes. They have a te they have testimonies of how God has worked in in your lives. You right. got to share that because that encourages people, it does. and it it encourages people to 
go deeper with the Lord. And then yes. the Lord's going to do stuff in their life. And yeah, this is why we have to share that. Yeah, because I, I don't know what scripture I was on, but it was about testimony. And I think I was in the book of Acts. Yes, I was. And um, I wrote down there that your experience that we have to share our experiences with enthusiasm and with passion so that you know people which is not hard for me i'm a passionate person when i'm talking about jesus but then that that causes that desire for them to want that too yeah like i really parents i did that with my kids yeah um you know i'm always it's hard because when we counsel you know young youths or 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 minors a lot of their transformation is going to fall on the parents' shoulders because yeah. they are the example. They have to yeah. see you praying. They have to see you reading your Bible. They have to see you sharing your God stories. Mm -hmm. They have to see you wanting to go to church. I mean, yeah. they're not going to do those things if you're not doing those no, things. No, because they got to learn. They got to learn somehow, right? And another thing is because I hear this. A lot of parents will protect by not sharing their own struggles and that again mm. I know I've said this is the most damaging thing yeah you can do. and I know you're thinking I know what they're thinking my mom thought that I understand the logic behind it don't share the bad stuff yeah so that they don't want to go and do that or that they won't you know even think about something bad but this world is bad yeah okay there's no way they're gonna avoid Mm -mm. bad mm -mm. so would you rather just inform them before they you know that's in front of their face and then they have to figure it out or it's you've better got to learn peers those, those bad things while at home under while they're under your covering as the parents versus learning from some kid some of those yeah. things and you know you got to ask yourself if this is something you're uncomfortable talking about maybe you haven't healed from it mm -hmm. maybe you yeah. haven't found you know restoration and healing from that yeah event that's why i love to um give that um, book recommendation broken children yeah. grown up pain mm -hmm. by paul hedstrom yeah. that's such a great book it because is. It really does explain when we go through different life events as kids or teenagers and if we don't get help yeah mentally we stay there yeah. our bodies grow and we become adults yeah but we're still back there where it happened right right and i i could think of some things in my own life where um, I had to reconcile some of those things. Yeah. You know? They'll creep up. They It'll will absolutely creep up. Out of the blue yes. when you least expect it as you're right. getting out of the car when you pull into the garage. Right. Like, or bam. You're in, or you're in the shower. Yeah. Or you heard someone say something and it just triggered Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and sometimes I see parents parenting out of fear which is so damaging fear of oh what they gosh. mistakes they You're, made yeah and then now it is so like they are that creates so much fear and anxiety on the kids yeah for sure i've, I've, I've seen it so you know if you 
wonder why your kids are full of fear and anxiety, you need to take a look at yourself. I know. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, have you not healed? And did you not learn from that? And, you know, what your answer to avoid that may be completely off and wrong. Yeah. You know, like, you're like, oh, I don't want you to do that. So completely avoid this by all measures. And that's something yeah. you shouldn't and can't avoid. You're just, yeah. You just did that in a wrong way like using credit cards you know sure you, you use credit cards in a wrong way but there is purpose and meaning in having a credit card yes absolutely it's, it's adulthood and it's responsibility yes. and if you ever want to buy a house and you gotta do have credit on your own yeah so it's like wow it's just you, you parents really just have to reflect on themselves if there's behaviors they don't like in their kid they need yeah to like point the fingers at themselves yeah because it's coming from somewhere they're a makeup of you and your hubby and hubby and wife. They're yeah. a makeup of both of you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So is this kind of a lead-in to what we want to yeah. really talk about maybe? Yeah, because last week, you know, we've talked about... We talked about taking every thought captive. We talked about open doors. And um, there was a lot of... I know we're both reading the same book... Um, and again, I'll mention it. It's Unchained and Undercover by Dr. Stephen Whitman. And there, it was so funny because we had just did the podcast on open doors. And then the next chapter we were reading was on open doors. Yeah, I mean, the <laughs> reason why we're reading this is because we're taking this class, actually. You could get the book from Amazon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, then we looked at the next chapter and we're like, huh. Okay, it's, op it's talking about open doors, yeah. and we just got done doing that podcast. So this is kind of maybe, is this like part two of open doors, maybe? Yeah, okay. yeah I would say. Okay. But um, he just brought out some really good points, um, because if you think about it and make it very simple, and we like to do that here, <laughs> a door is access. So th what's the difference between a closed door and an open door is a choice. Mm. whether you're going to keep it closed or if you're going to open it. Mm -hmm. um, Why do we, what, what's the big deal with the door? How do we, how do we explain this? So it's, well, I think he made a very good um, point and he used an example um, but he did point out, which I know we've pointed out too, that um, everything starts in your mind. Yes. You know, we you're, it, it all starts there. Mm -hmm. And should we just kind of read about what he was talking about with the ice cream? Sure. Um, Is that on 138? Yeah. Let's see. Mm -hmm. Try not to read too much, but it says, um, let's see, it actually started on... 137 at the end it yeah. says okay mm -hmm. so suppose you're out for an evening stroll and you walk past an ice cream shop suddenly the thought of strawberry or vanilla soft serve ice cream fills your mind so you enter the store clerk says how many how may i help you now it's time to choose what will you order a strawberry or vanilla before you make your choice you have no ice cream at all you cannot experience the ice cream before you make your choice before you choose, all you have is the promise of an ice cream or the expectation of ice cream. But actual ice cream does not become real until after you make your choice. 
You choose vanilla and the clerk swirls up a soft serve cone. You pay the clerk and you leave the store. Outside, the ice cream is delicious. The flavor brings back memories of summer as it melts and drips onto the paper napkin you, you're using to hold the cone. At this moment, where's the strawberry ice cream? At first, the question may appear confusing because you're holding vanilla ice cream. You don't have any strawberries, so you might answer that it's back at the ice cream shop. But what the question is really asking is, where's the strawberry ice cream in your mind? It's not there. It doesn't exist in your mind. The only ice cream in your mind is the delicious vanilla cone in your hand. So what happened to the strawberry ice cream that sounded so good before you ordered vanilla? It doesn't exist in your mind because you did not receive it. You rejected it. You closed the door on it. You denied it access to your mind. You see, in the door of your mind is where choices grant access. Both the vanilla and strawberry ice cream appear delicious, but you chose to receive vanilla and you rejected strawberry. Because of your choice, vanilla was granted access and became the dominating thought in your mind. Because of your choice, strawberry was denied access and as a result is nowhere to be found. The illustration using ice cream is based on the underlying principle of legal grounds and permissions. A permission is a choice that grants access and opens a door to the mind. In the ice cream illustration, vanilla ice cream was granted access and thus an open door. However, strawberry ice cream was rejected. It was never granted access and thus was not able to enter. You never experienced the strawberry ice cream because you never granted it an open door to enter. The vanilla ice cream, on the other hand, was enthusiastically received and quickly became the dominant thought in your mind. I'll read a little bit more. In the battlefield of the mind against evil, temptations, sin, demons, dark and evil spirits, curses, schemes, and assignments all sit at your door waiting for you to make a choice and grant access, waiting for you to open the door and let them in. And just like the vanilla ice cream, once inside, they will dominate your mind. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that is so good. <laughs> that's something. We, so we, that's, that's what those scriptures say, that, that we have the power to have a sound mind. And that power starts with what choice are you making? Yeah. What choice are, are you, you making? Are you granting access or are you, are you denying yeah, you are you granting to. access to open the door to good to good and or bad things in your mind or are you rejecting those those bad things right so it's not like some you know that there's no way to completely avoid bad things in your mind like let's right. say you were innocently on your computer and you were searching for you know a, a sofa and an ad come up you have at that moment to reject Make a choice yes reject that ad that is probably trying to entice you to mm -hmm. another link or mm -hmm. you entertain it and open it right it's in that split moment you have to remember that choices are access to your mind choices yes and um and i love this because dr whitman says the choice the, the choice you make 
Well, this says the choice was the moment of sin. Okay. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta remember that your choice is either going to lead you down a dark path or lead you down God's path. Yeah, and he pointed out it's it's all by one choice. Just sometimes it, it can be just one choice. Yeah, that, that can, holds the door closed between you and evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here's some really thought-provoking scriptures brought out. Um, page 139, it says, The freedom Jesus spoke of in John 8, 31 to 32 is dependent, remember, it's dependent on us abiding or keeping his word. And that scripture says, If you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. But see, we have something to do first on our part to be able to have that freedom mm -hmm. and to know truth. We have to abide in God's word, which mm -hmm. is truth. He says, however, if you choose to reject his word instead of abiding in it, God will also reject you as seen in Hosea 4, 6. Yeah. It says, because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being my priest. Let me just give this example mm -hmm. because we were talking about some things and you know a choice could have been made by your parents long long ago mm -hmm. they could have opened the door to something so bad that it actually they may not have thought it was bad right but they opened the door to something bad and that was at that moment that the enemy said I'm gonna rule over the family right because I had that happen in my own family yeah and all that time and people wonder why their life isn't easy <laughs> why things just don't go well, uh -huh. why they struggle financially. Why do things keep happening? Why do things keep happening? Boy, you have to look at, did somebody open a door to the enemy? By a choice that they by made. By a choice that they made. And if that's the case, you need to make sure that door is not open. It continues it. to be open yeah. in your own family after how many generations because the door is open from generation to generation you have the choice to close it it reminds me of like i get this visual in my head about a long hallway and and at the end of the hallway is a door and if somebody has opened that door to the evil things of of the enemy years and years and years ago mm -hmm. and then there's all these other doors in the hallway and those are different people in the family but that door at the end of the hallway is still open mm -hmm. are your brothers and sisters you are you shutting the door to what was allowed in the hallway what was allowed in the family right right you know when I was younger I just remember it was just you know by the time I got to 16 I was I was ready I was ready to leave mm -hmm. but I knew I couldn't do that because 
I had to get to college. I had to have a place to stay. I had to make money. I had to, you know, mm -hmm. all those things. At 16, you're not ready to, to really leave. But my situation was, it wasn't good. And I just wanted out of there. Mm -hmm. And then I always said, when I get on my own, I will never do what I see what has been done. Mm-hmm. And so I think at that moment, that was a choice. Like, do I continue in all of the craziness and destruction and dysfunction? That's a good point because um, you recognized where some of the source and the root of some of the problems was to be able to say, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm just using examples. I might, I'm not gonna over drink or drink yeah, or I'm right. not going to um, make bad financial choices. Right, like right. you recognized that and you don't have to take that with you just because you're the child. No, like you don't. You, I mean, it's, you have a choice when you become an adult yeah. and independent, you have a choice to learn the mistakes your parents made and not, following that yeah i mean even and we've said this before like you know as tay was uh last year getting married you know not that we're perfect parents but i i believe you know we raised her how the lord wanted us to raise her and you know gave her a good foundation and and all those things but again, we weren't perfect. And so I just said, listen, you have got to take the good mm -hmm. away from our family. Mm -hmm. Take it with you. Mm -hmm. Leave the bad behind. Right. And just start your own. Right. Do your family how you and your husband want to do your family for good. Right. 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 You just, you got to break those generational curses of and things. Yeah, close the door. Got to Do close it. the door. Yeah. Because, you know, in these scriptures, there's even more warning when you go past rejecting knowledge. If, if you reject the knowledge and not abide in the word, it says, um, then like Saul in 1 Samuel 16, 14, your hedge of protection, your spiritual covering is lost and exposes you to evil spirits of the dark kingdom. First Samuel says, Now the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord terrorized him. You know what? I I think more people need to just sit on First Samuel 16, 14. Because if you are not praying for a hedge of protection around your family, around your mm -hmm. children, Mm -hmm. um, around your finances, around your dwelling place, uh -huh. around your job, in your comings and your goings. If you're not praying for that hedge of protection, the enemy's going to slide in there. Yeah, because, I mean, then he's so manipulative that he, he wants to go against and yes. manipulate your free will of choice. Yes. He wants you to get trapped to where you have no choice. And mm. you make you feel like and manipulate you in that position to where you, you feel like you have no choice. I love this one paragraph. It says, the evil one manipulates your will in an area of the mind called the soul. The soul is triune in nature, meaning it is comprised of three parts. The mind, which is your intellect, 
your emotions and your will. The evil one attacks free will with the control spirits of witchcraft. Um, mm. You know, we mentioned that word witchcraft, which that I think can make us think a different of different things. But let me just say this: that as you read into the book, you know, witchcraft. We're talking about it's like the um, control, manipulation, right, intimidation, yes. um, power in a yeah. wrong way. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of like that Jezebel spirit. Yes. If you think about the Jezebel spirit, she was yes. very manipulative, lying, um, twisting of the word. Yes, that's that's that power. Yeah, that's witchcraft when mm -hmm. he's talking about that. But you mentioned earlier about the sin starts with the choice, not even, not even it, when you follow through with an action your actual sin because we have to remember we have to go by god's standards yeah not our own standards that's right and he's saying like if you would lust after someone you've committed adultery in your heart so that's a choice that you in your mind you're not even actually committing the action the, of the adultery sin. but yeah. you've plant you've opened the door yes to to lust in your mind. Yes, yes, and the and and it's all a choice. Mm -hmm. But we have to remember, though, that what we put into our mind can cause us to sin. That whatever you're meditating on. So, um, yeah, like you said, if you receive it, you've given it an open door or permission to enter your mind, and once inside the evil thought dominates your mind until it turns into you've talked yourself into a physical acting, act acting on that but thought. god doesn't god looks at the sin it of started what the thought yeah was, it started way back of in you the opening the door entertaining the idea mm -hmm. marinate on it letting it dominate your thoughts mm -hmm. that's where you take those thoughts captive yeah. that is what that scripture means take every thought captive and put it, force it basically under the obedience of Christ Jesus. Can I just read this because I think this is good too. Mm -hmm. It says, Satan is a bona fide expert at manipulating man's choices. Since his infamous temptation in the Garden of Eden, the evil one and his agents have endlessly manipulated man into rejecting God's word and following his lead into darkness. Evil stands at the door of your mind waiting for you to choose. Mm, that's, a, that's a good one to end on yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's all in our choices. What are you entertaining and opening doors to, to where they have access to your mind? You don't even want it to get into your mind. No. You know, I want to get so disciplined where it's like I will not even allow it to enter my mind at all. Because then you get, you basically, you made the choice to allow it access yeah. to you. You got to just totally reject that. Totally reject that. Mm-hmm. And you, call on God's help. I absolutely. mean, if your flesh is weak about this a certain area, call on God's help. Yeah, because if you make that choice to allow it in, you can affect generations down yes. the road. It's not just you. Right, it's Very not just good you. Point. Yes. 
Well, listen, we got to close this uh, yeah. door on this topic. Right. So. Right. That was good. Yeah. Okay. Till next week. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.